Hello and welcome to the Sexual Happiness Podcast from Love Honey, the podcast where we like to tackle everything you've ever wanted to know about sex and sex toys. I'm Nick, head of editorial content here at Love Honey, and this week the Dream Team are back together as I am joined by my co-hosts, Anna and Violet, for the first time this season. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. So we've had lots of brilliant guests on the show this season, but um, none as brilliant as us three being together. I would imagine. Anyway, this week we are going to talk all about masturbation, are we not? We are. Everything that you need to know. Fantastic. But before we get on to our main masturbating topic, um, we have our regular section called You Can Never Know Enough About Sex, where we share an interesting sex fact or snippet or what have you um, that we've discovered since the last episode. So, Violet, what have you got for us this week? Um, I, as we're talking about masturbation, I have a two-pronged masturbation fact. Sorry for taking up too much time, but I couldn't choose between the two of them, so I was going to like squangle them in together. So I've got two facts that I'm going to just squish together. And did you guys know that the word masturbation derives from the Latin word of mass, as in masculine, and the word turbeer, which means move violently? So pop those together <laughs> and you've got masculine move violently, which I think for a, a lot of our penis owning listeners, they'll be like, yeah, that kind of checks out. But it doesn't really, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't really talk much about our vulva owners. So on the other side of the world, the Japanese word for masturbation is senzuri, which translates to a thousand rubs. Well, the word for female masturbation, and I really identify with this, is shaiko shaiko manzuri, which means 10,000 rubs. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you guys agree, but I, I think that really checks out. Like, yeah, 10,000 for a penis and yeah, quite a lot more for, for a vulva. So yeah, those are my two word-related masturbation. I love that. Just call a spade a spade. Here we go. <laughs> Anna, how about you? What have you got for us this week? Um, so mine is all about um, what we get up to in the nighttime and not in a naughty way. Um, so I read very recently that if you are someone who sleeps on your front, that you are significantly more likely to have naughty sex dreams than if you sleep on your side or on your back, which I thought was very interesting. Um it's because when you're lying face down, there's just a little bit more pressure on your genitals and your brain just, your brain loves it. So there you go. You get all the sex dreams. That'll be why I never dream about sex then. <laughs> <laughs> I I read that and immediately started um, sleeping on my back instead because I am a front sleeper um, and I can say it does check out, but not necessarily always in the way you'd like it to. Sometimes you have <laughs> sex dreams about people that you really, really don't want to, <laughs> government ministers, and <laughs> and then it's all over. So then you have to start sleeping on your back like like a baby. <laughs> yeah, because I, I sleep on my back and I did have a dream about a government minister. I had a dream about Jeremy Corbyn, but it wasn't a sex dream. We were just very much in love with each other. So it was more like a... <laughs> It was a sensual dream. We were that in a bunk a bed. More, sounds a lot more wholesome than mine was, but I will not name said government minister because I just don't want to be sued. And I don't want to be interested either. So, 
Oh, do you think Jeremy Corbyn's going to sue me now? Oh no! Oh no! I think we'll be into that. I think I think Jeremy Corbyn will be very into like a wholesome, romantic, in love dream. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Have you? <laughs> I was going to say any dreams about government ministers, but let's go with Have you got a sex fact for us? No, because um, I like looking at what's going on in the news for these little bits, and um, I found a great story that's connected to a video via Reddit in uh, the subreddit are unexpected um lady takes rottweiler dog to vet because uh rottweiler's not behaving particularly well looking a bit sick and everything and for whatever reason she starts videoing the dog which needs to throw up um and it throws up and it throws up a pile of sick with a bright pink rabbit vibrator in the middle of it uh, <laughs> And apparently, according like, if you read through the comments in the in the on the on the uh, post on Reddit, um, uh, it happens quite a lot. There's some some veterinarians jump in and say, "Oh yeah, this is quite common." It's usually condoms that people have left lying around, but uh, do get the odd sex toys. So, I think the lesson there is probably put your sex toys in a drawer because dogs aren't very good at opening drawers. So, yeah. Oh my god. They, they do kind of look like dog toys, like, because I used to have pet rats, and sometimes if we had, like, a, a well, you know, at Love Honey, we, we sometimes get uh, sex toys that nobody wants, and we'll take them home, and I used to sometimes get them, like, little butt plugs to chew on, because they're made of silicon, and they used to really enjoy chewing on them, and I know Cecilia used to bring home, do the same for her ferret, so, yeah, I can, I can... I can see that happening. Like it's, they're nice chewy toys, but that poor dog. Have you seen as well? There is a like a series of photos that I've seen on the internet, which was like a a fun little pop quiz where you had to work out if the picture you were being shown was a dog toy or a sex toy. And actually, sometimes it's really really hard to tell. Even when you work in the sex toy industry, it's <laughs> it's a the fine line. <laughs> Right, so with that, let's move on to our main topic, which is why masturbating is so damn great. So why why is it then? Why is masturbating so great? What's what are the benefits of it? I think on a um on like a, a body level, um I have heard before that people who uh, masturbate regularly and orgasm regularly do generally feel, you know, a bit calmer in their day-to-day life, a bit more a bit more chilled, a bit more in control. Would you would you agree with that? Do you think that it can have those kind of benefits too? Yeah, there's going to be so many physical and mental benefits to masturbating and just um, orgasming generally, but masturbating for sure. Like, um, I think a lot of people know that it makes them improves their mood, but you might not know that it can actually help you sleep better because of a, a release of prolactin which is a chemical in the brain, which happens after you orgasm. So if you have any problems with insomnia, having a cheeky wank before sleep could actually really help. It, I also found that um, the penis owners, they've done a study and they found that those who ejaculate 21 times a month could actually, re- re- uh, sorry, could actually reduce their risk of prostate cancer by 33%. I've heard that too, which I think is amazing. And you said about prolactin, um, orgasming also releases oxytocin, which many people know as like a bonding chemical. Um, 
which obviously applies during sex. It helps bond you to your mate, but it also generally just gives you all those kind of warm, loved up, happy feelings. And we could all do with a little bit more oxytocin. So yeah, I think as well, it can really help people, um, not just on like a biological chemical level, but also if you are regularly masturbating, you're able to to get yourself off and have control of your orgasm. I think it has massive benefits as well, like for your sex life and also maybe even a little bit for confidence. You know, you know that you can do that. So, you know, rest of the day just seems a little bit easier, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I found the people who the people who feel more sexually empowered in the bedroom with partners usually are people who um, habitually masturbate. And I think it's to do with really, like you said, like knowing exactly how you, to get yourself off. And this means that you can guide your partners. It means that you know what you like, you know what you don't like. And I think it can be a lot better when in having a conversation with a lover. If you have explored your own body and used loads of different techniques and you know what works for you. Exactly. It it does have such big benefits to your sex life because you know that if your partner's doing something and you're like, mm, that's not really working for me. The fact that, you know, if you if you masturbate regularly and you know again like how to get yourself off, it's way easier to then, you know, direct your partner's hand or change where the angle is or change like where the pressure is in order to do that. And it's easier to teach your partner as well, because how can your partner learn if if you don't know yourself? Exactly. I also read, and this is great for any vulva owners, that masturbating can actually reduce um, the pain of menstrual cramps. And I'm trying to work out how that would happen, but I'm guessing it's to do with the muscles contracting inside the vagina and inside the abdominals, like um, kind of like a TENS machine. Do you think that's it? I actually have a, a bit of a wild fact of this. It's actually not what I've brought out for, for Sex Fact of the Week. So this is like a free a free fact. So I read quite a long time ago that there is a theory and it's it's not it is like a, a theory um that your G spot actually um like the the point of it is to help reduce pain during childbirth because they found that when you apply direct pressure to the G spot um your body releases with like pain relieving chemicals. That's crazy. So if you've got a headache, get a rabbit vibrator and bing, bang, bong. Yeah, get in that juice. You can. <laughs> On a health benefit thing, and very short-lived, was found that if you've got a stinking cold, if you have an orgasm, your cold just magically goes away for a couple of minutes before, before it returns. I mean, maybe it's just me, I don't know. But... Um, be interested if anyone else has ever experienced that no way so like um is it just like headaches gone or do you feel like your sinuses are clearer or you've got no sore throat like what what does it do both just like if you're like like that and then and then suddenly you've got no snot no sneezing no headache this is this is the most genius life hack ever yeah i mean obviously all the fluid (laughs) <laughs> all, all the fluid drains from your face into your penis. Well, snotgasm. Snot <laughs> um, it's only short-lived, you know, the, the, um, yeah, just for that brief minute. Then you just have so to I mean, go again. Yeah, you just carry on doing it all day. Oh, 
completely over my cold. <laughs> I've got a really, really sore wrist. <laughs> Loads of benefits to masturbation. We've got physical side of things, the mental side of things, and I think most importantly, it's the the getting to know your own body, getting to know what you like, makes sex with a partner more enjoyable. Masturbation, especially for when it comes to, to women, people with vulvas, always been a kind of stigma attached to it, a, a kind of a, a shame in some quarters that it's wrong and it's dirty. I mean, and this goes back, you know, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, doesn't it? And and it's only really recently that maybe we've all become a bit more enlightened about that. Why is there this? Oh, it's just your you, shame on you, you sinful Jezebel for masturbating. I think, I think, like like you said, it, it's we're a product of our history, and there's a really really long history of shaming masturbation, especially in Western culture. Eastern cultures seem to have a slightly more relaxed relationship if you look back in history. But I had a little bit of a sniff around. And in Connecticut in the 17th century, you could literally get the death penalty for masturbating. So Worth and it. if you <laughs> <laughs> You're just there in the stocks, like, I don't regret anything. Like, bring it on. I'll do it again. My hands have to be here because I'll do it again. <laughs> of course, we we all feel shameful about it. It's kind of like bred into us. And I think times are changing. But I think for women and people who present female and vulva owners generally, there is more of a shame. Like girls, women, we don't talk about wanking in the same way that I assume men do, in the same way it's it's portrayed in media of you know, you never see women masturbating in films. Whereas, you know, I can name quite a few scenes in, in films starring men where you can. Um so I think we are fighting back a long and oppressive history. Um so if you do feel ashamed or you you do struggle to talk to your friends about masturbating, like, don't worry, you're not the only one. But it is time for us all as a society to to examine that and, and to change things. Because it's, mm. it's a really silly thing to be ashamed of. There are a lot of worse things to do, and a lot more things to be ashamed of than having a wank. The point that you said about, um, about talking about it is, it's quite important. You know, and it, you, you know, you wouldn't just rock up to the pub and be like, so guys... What are you up to today? You know, but I think just being a little bit more open about it, because something that I found that I thought was really, really, really interesting is that over four, I think it's about 46% of um, like people with vulvas have at some point either as their like main masturbation technique or they just have at some point have masturbated like by grinding on something like a pillow or a soft toy or something like that but that particular method of masturbation is not something that you see represented in you know like erotica like films things like that and so despite the fact that 46% of people with vulvas have done it and often do it regularly as their main technique pretty much all of those women feel really like weird about it and feel like they should be embarrassed about it or like it's unusual and I think that one of the things that leads into this is that if you have a penis there are you know there's there's a lot more understanding of how the very vast majority of people with penises masturbate um whereas people with vulvas there's such a huge wide variety of ways to masturbate there's not like 
one overall majority technique that everybody does. Um, you know, it's fairly evenly split. But when you see representations of that, as I said, like in erotica in films and stuff, you only really kind of get to see the the DJ Dex method. And actually, a lot of people don't masturbate like that. So I think that does play into it as well, that all these people think that, you know, that they're not masturbating the way that they should be or the way that everyone else does. But actually, there's such a variety that nobody does. When you said the DJ deck method, which I think everyone can like visualize pretty well, but like legs spread and, and you know, a fingering oneself. Yeah, summoning a genie with your two fingers. A lot of other people, you know, will keep keep their pants on or they'll just tap on their clitoris. They might, um, like you said, rub against a pillow, a soft, cuddly toy I've heard as well. Like there's so many different methods which are like mm. a lot less graphic. So yeah. maybe we don't always assume that that's, that's proper masturbating, but it is like any way you touch yourself feels nice and could result in an orgasm. That's masturbating and yeah. And the thing is that that whole like DJ Dex visual image actually a lot of people who do just use their fingers externally still don't do that because a lot of people find that the pressure on their clit is either, you know, too focused or it's too much or too little. So a lot of people actually who do use their fingers externally will actually go around the clit. They'll like pinch the clit together, things like that. You know, it's not just that trying to get a genie out of a lamp movement that everybody thinks, which also I know is a little bit unrelated, but I think is why so many people struggle when it comes to, like fingering people with vulvas because they just see this one representation that's actually not how most people are able to orgasm, which yeah. is why you should masturbate more so you can teach your partner which one you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess a, a, we've got the age-old problem of sex education being largely not fit for purpose, shall we say, being polite. I mean, I, I can I can still remember the the video that, that Mr. Skinner in, well, what the hell would I have been? Maybe 12 or 13 put on. And there was the, the sole bit about masturbation was boy in toilets. And his mate comes in and is like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then peeks over the top of the toilet cubicle door to see that his friend's having a wank. And it's like, oh, my God, horror. And then that was that was kind of my takeaway from my sex education about masturbation. Yeah, that image of somebody being interrupted um, while masturbating, I, I just, like, it's just its just about shame. That is literally about shaming you for, for doing something private in a public place and, you, oh, you're dirty and you've embarrassed yourself. And look how humiliating this is. And if that is your education for masturbation, no wonder... We had this problem with shame and like personal pleasure. No wonder. Yeah. And just just quickly before I pick up on that, the thing about shame as well, that, that kind of information makes people feel like scared when they do do it because they feel like they're going to get caught. But yeah, I actually went to an all girls school for my secondary school. And yeah, we we had no um, no education about pleasure or, you know, it was just about like, you know, try not to get pregnant here's a video of someone giving birth oh that girl in the class fainted because that was quite graphic and that was about it um so yeah it's it's not a great not a great start is it which is why you know companies like love honey 
work so hard for like education why we run a podcast like this to help people kind of undo the the shameful things that they've learned and get more out of their sex life and demand more out of their sex lives I think um there obviously is shame for penis owners and men but I think a lot of a lot of shame is held by people who present female and, and women and vulva owners and a lot of that is based in misogyny like we can't avoid that and it's about unlearning that your body is not for someone else's pleasure your body is not to pump out babies your body is your own and you can be in control of your own pleasure and your own happiness but that takes a lot of unlearning so the more we talk about it up front the more we try and push away those shame demons the better the more that we can enjoy our own bodies be happier be healthier and be better lovers for our partners as well i do always think it's interesting that there does there is like more shame around um like masturbation if you have a vulva because you know the well-known fact that the clitoris is the only thing in the human body of of any gender body that is designed literally for nothing but pleasure so we're obviously supposed to have a nice time like go ring the devil's doorbell it's there for it's there for that you've got so many little analogies for masturbation today I love <laughs> honestly, it honestly <laughs> I feel like I've been waiting my entire life to do this episode and to to crack all these out <laughs> And speaking of education, if you head over to the Love Honey website, we do have a blog as well where you'll find loads and loads of articles about masturbation and lots of other things as well. Um, just type in your what you're looking for into the search bar at the top of the page um, and that'll give you a list of articles. So. so let's talk about penises for a bit then, shall we? Um, recent study that we carried out um, suggests that people with penises are happy and comfortable masturbating with their hands, but not with sex toys. Why do you think more penis owners should try sex toys? First of all, perhaps you don't even know what sort of toys are available to help you masturbate if you've got a penis. Well, start out with um, a stroker. So that is effectively uh, a sleeve that you put your put your penis in um, with lubricant. Lubricant really important um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, and then. You just move it up and down with your hands like you would normally. Um, they come with different textures, um, and they're just a really cool addition to your to your masturbation play. Um, there are realistic strokers, so flashlight is probably the most well known example. So they're modelled to look like um, perhaps like a butt or um, a vagina. Um, yeah, those those are your your starter for ten on the masturbation toys. Um, there's loads of them. I think that I remember when we did this study that a lot of people came back and basically said that they didn't think about trying toys because they felt that their hands did a good enough job. You know, there there are so many things that those toys can do, like they vibrate, they can warm up. Um, It's all these just different sensations and stuff. And I think that it's really worth just trying, just just try one and see what you think of it you know, feel what those extra sensations are. You don't know what kind of pleasure your body's capable of until you give it a go. So don't miss out. Yeah, I I think one of the reasons that penis owners and men can be a little bit shy when it comes to indulging themselves in a new toy is it does seem maybe to them like a little bit bougie or a little bit too close to self-care or a little bit, over the top because there is this kind of idea that you know it's it's 
good enough. It's good, good enough, like for me, what I was growing up and it's good enough now. And I think a lot of men are scared of, of that kind of like self-care and that kind of treating themselves kind of thing, which is a real shame because like Hannah said, there's, there's so many sensations that are to be discovered and it's nothing wrong with loving your body and treating your body and feeling great. And your hands are fine, but you could feel more. I think for a lot of people, finding out that their partner is really interested in sexual pleasure, including their own, is just a sign of someone who might be a good lover. Definitely. And also, if you talk about like extra sensations and stuff, if you have a penis, you probably have a prostate as well. And, you know, like women like me don't get those. So take advantage of that, you know, like stimulating your prostate by yourself without the use of a toy is really hard work. It's going to take some contortion level flexibility, but I, I have been told that it feels amazing to do. Um, like I said, it's a pleasure that I sadly will never be able to experience. So you have to go out and experience it for people without prostates, but you know, that kind of thing can only be experienced with a toy. So. Yeah. I just, I just think to people, are you not curious about this magic button you have in your bum? <laughs> like <laughs> what a way to describe it. Exactly. That's the selling point, the magic button in your bum. <laughs> exactly. And it's just there and you're not using it. And all it would take, a little butt plug and Bob's your uncle, new experience and possibly the best orgasm you've ever had. And you're just going to be like, no, I don't want that. What? Exactly. What a wild sensation you get to have. And you're just going to be like, nah, nah, just, yeah, it's time. It's time. It's 2021. Go get yourself a prostate massager and have a nice evening in. Also, anybody that suffers with any kind of like premature ejaculation with a partner, if you treat yourself to a really amazing sex toy maybe something like from our blow motion range or like a classic fleshlight, you can get used to more intense sensations because these products are designed so much to feel like the real thing. Well, your hands do not. Some of them vibrate. Some of them have all sorts of like lovely nodules and stuff. Once you're more used to those sensations, you can get better and better at finding your spot of no return so when you do actually have sex with a partner, you'll be less likely to blow your load <laughs> prematurely because you'll be more used to these intense sensations. So actually having a wank with a really nice sex toy could make you last longer in bed. Like there's so many reasons to 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 go for it and get better at wanking. I think the beauty with, uh, with toys is you can layer them up as well. So um, I remember I did a YouTube video about um how to have the best hand job ever and it talks about right, you can start with lube you know it will make just using your hands feel better without question and then you can start layering things on top of that so you could have, wear a cock ring while you're masturbating again going back to the um like sort of the edging side of things where you know trying to delay your orgasm or understand knowing where you when you're at that point of no return, the cock ring can help it last a bit longer. You can add in a ball stretcher, not to everyone's cup of tea, but um, yeah, that, that's something you, you you slip around your balls, sort of makes them look a bit longer. Um, again, similar kind of effect to to a cock ring. 
Butt plug, you already mentioned butt plug or prostate massage. Add that into the mix as well. You might look like a bit of a sex toy Christmas tree, but and you don't have to use all these things at once, but playing around with them and you can find what, what feels really great. Or steal your missus's vibrator if you've got a I've got a missus and um and just play around with that. Just a simple bullet vibrator, just run it up and down the length of your penis and it'll oh well that's something different to start with. So there's loads and loads and loads of stuff to try that are way better than just your hands so and that like doubling up on sex toys like goes for all genders as well like if you've got a vulva you can yeah have your dildo you can have your bullet vibrator you can have your butt plug you can have your nipple pinches be the sex toy christmas tree and thank us later because it's just more and more is more in my opinion right then how to have the best wank ever what is your top tip for that Anna. My top tip would be to actually dedicate some time to it. So, you know, have an eat just like if you're especially if you haven't um if you're kind of new to masturbating, if it's something you have recently discovered, then you know, spend a little bit of time where you know you're not gonna be interrupted, run yourself a nice hot bath, um, put on some like nice music that you like and just spend the evening being sensual. So you know, very gently, um, like running your fingers up and down your skin, give you like rubbing some lotion all over your body, give yourself a little massage, just so you're feeling like super relaxed and super chill and like very much kind of in tune with your body and just have a whole evening of just like taking it slow, exploring your body. So I think a lot of us, um, especially if you're used to masturbating with toys, you're used to this kind of a bit more quick fire, like, oh, I'm just going to nip off and and masturbate quick with my toy like give me like five ten minutes but actually it's it's quite nice to like drag it out with yourself um you can play with edging um but that whole thing of spending a little bit of time gently kind of tickling up and down your whole body and and really indulging yourself can lead to some really powerful orgasms as well as a lot of exploration and learnings about your body so that that would be my homework for everyone just take a whole evening of exploration not just for genital focus, but for whole body. That's really good advice. I hope everyone's going to take that to heart and book off the next couple of hours just for some sensual me time. Uh, mine is in a similar kind of vein. It's it's more it's it's less on focusing on that quickie that you're doing very quickly in the ad breaks, and more about taking the time to build arousal. So I know a lot of people, when they come to masturbate, they might stick on a very erotic video, um, which if that's you, that's you. But it can lead to very intense feelings very, very quickly. And it can lead to things being over very, very quickly. So my advice would be to maybe have a check out erotica, whether this is like novels, erotic novels, or just reading online stories. Reddit has like a whole subcategory of of sexy stories in all sorts of categories, be it like BDSM, whatever you fancy. And taking the time to read that kind of stuff, because this engages the brain in a way that visual um, stimulation doesn't. Um, So you can start reading the words and build the pictures in your own mind. And I think this is a better way of engaging your entire body as well as your brain when it comes to sensual sexual play. 
Um, I also have one toy recommendation, which is my absolute favorite toy I bought from Love Honey myself, and I recommend it to everybody. And that is the Fifty Shades of Grey Ge- Greedy Girl Rabbit Vibrator. And the one I'm really obsessed with is the Frosting one. They are quite pricey, but I'm telling you, anyone with a vulva, you have to get this vibrator. They stimulate G-spot. They, gym- they stimulate the clitoris. They're really gorgeous. They're really easy to use. And they are actually really fun for couples play as well, if you like to do that with your partner too. Nick, any suggestions? Yeah, very much along the same lines as um, your two suggestions. Um, and that would be to, to to double up. So have your first masturbation session, make it a, you know, just a quick one if you like, and then go back to, to give it, leave it a bit, go back for the second time and then, take far longer over it involve those toys that that i just mentioned all that kind of business so yeah that would be my my recommendation and as to a toy recommendation i'd go for one of love honey's um strokers um they're pretty cheap uh if you've not tried it before um thinking what toys to buy um we've got a a range of them about 15 pounds to 15 dollars um and they come with a variety of different textures so get yourself a couple and um they're reversible as well. So if you buy two strokers, you've got four different textures there. Um, yeah. And just have a play around, see what feels best. So that it. brings us to the end of this week's show. And to say thank you for listening, we're giving you 15% off any Love Honey purchase. Just check out the links in the episode description to claim your discount wherever you are in the world. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to give us the rating that you think we deserve. Tell your friends about us or drop us a review. We love to know what you think about the show. Don't forget, we'll be back with a brand new episode in two weeks' time. So tune in then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.